0: All right, we're back on a Monday edition of Sounds From The Crowd. Boys, I don't know about you guys, man, but I, my head is spinning. I I, I, I hate. I, I hesitate to say this, but I'm on sports overload. I don't think I would ever imagine myself ever saying that there's too much sports on, but there's too much damn sports on, right? I mean, what are we doing? Am I watching NBA? Am I watching NFL? Am I watching baseball? You know, we got uh, US Open. Um, Stanley cup I mean, there, there's a lot going on Raina what did you pay pay attention
1: to the most this weekend oh man football is taking me back over sorry hoops but uh football is still going to take over my Sunday and in a bit my Monday night as well oh yeah yeah
0: football is king right now you know baseball's the lost soul uh poor baseball never gonna get any love D.B., I know you and I had uh, had a little juice on our boy Hendricks on Friday. And what did he do for us?
2: He comes through as, as the professor always does. Um, when his back's against the wall, he's, he's pretty tough to beat. So, um, And, you know, the Cubs are winning tonight, so my season over wins bet. It's looking pretty good. Um, just need the season to finish. Please be nice to me, COVID. Um, so, yeah, moving in the right direction.
0: Yeah, Big John's on the bump. I mean, what, what were we doing? Why were we sleeping on Big John today?
2: I don't know what we were doing, man. I don't, know either. I don't know.
0: And then our boys, Danny, our boys, the Cowboys. What in the world got into the boys on Sunday?
3: You know, I've just been. I part of me still can't believe it because there's been too many games over the last 20 years. We've been on the wrong side of that, of them finding a way to lose. And just to have them, like, the, although I will say it kind of reminds me of the uh, part last parcel season with T.O. and the Cowboys beat the Bills only kicking field goals. Oh, I don't know if yeah. you remember that game. It was like a Monday night game on ESPN. Yeah, kind of reminds me of that where they were down the whole night, played terribly. But that, watching Tiger lose me money, dude needs to go back <laughs> to just banging porn stars. I mean, he does. Like, <laughs> who cares what anybody thinks? Just let him get back to doing him. Yeah, And I'm getting sucked into baseball because I'm getting sucked into baseball trading cards.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You showed me you had bought a couple boxes, huh?
3: Yeah, it's a little nostalgic and it's taking me back. So now I'm doing research on players and it's uh, it's it's sucking me in, man.
0: You put them in like cases and everything.
3: I got it all, man. I got it all. Yeah. All the 90s stuff has gone to junk. But right now, the hot things are loose for bear. Uh, well, Bo kind of tanking because of his injury. Nico for the Cubs, he seems to be moving up. Nico Horner. Yeah, yeah, nice. his rookie card seems to be moving up. And then of course the the standard like Trout's, right. Acuna, yeah. Soto. But yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's nostalgia for sure. I saw that picture. But, yeah, going back to the Cowboys, man, uh, it seems like every time that's happened in the past, we were always on the Bronx side of that. And, it's, and also, what pisses me off is, Reyna, we are
1: back to spotting the other team three touchdowns before we actually start the damn game. <laughs> well, we all know that the Atlanta Falcons can find a way to lose a game even if it's already completely <laughs> won. They will find a way, whether it's let the onside kick drag on for 25 seconds before they jump on it, They'll find a way to lose the game. I mean, the, the, I feel bad for Atlanta Falcon fans. I I only know two of them, and I texted both today, uh, just to rub it in their face. You know, I'm, what else do do on Monday? But um, yeah, that was it. Was a sad sight for them. It was a great sight for us. I mean, I I was one of those people. You're in the text pause I was hating on the Cowboys I already said on to 2021 here we go (laughs) we're about to be (laughs) 0-2 we're done and I I got back on the bandwagon real quickly let's go boys I was I was
0: I was so mad so mad looking at that just fumbles two straight possessions Zeke letting go of the football Dak letting go of the football like those are the guys who are supposed to you know make you your money but DB, but I know that uh, you love a good old meltdown, and the Falcons did not, did not disappoint.
2: <sighs> that team, man! How do you do that twice? How does Dan Quinn still have a job? That's How does
0: He still have
2: a job. Um, just ludicrous. I saw that, and it was like, there's no freaking way. Um, I had a few Cowboys fans in my life who had, who were no longer watching the game they'd given up on the day and then um sure enough man it's pretty pretty nuts
0: one thing that i will i will say that i won't do is i will never i will i will not give up i won't i will go down with the ship i will be yep. miserable i will yeah i will torture myself and watch just tony romo just lay an egg against the green bay packers and just fucking just sit in it and just hate myself for it. But we had a good one. Danny and I were also on the edge or we were just cheering for a, a damn touchdown to win the game because we had, we had Cowboys minus three, I believe. And unfortunately, they only won by one. That's one of those. That's one of those bitter. Your team
1: wins, but you lose. Uh, yeah, that's that, nothing. On your worse. favorite team, Moreno. You know that.
3: Yeah, it's I, I told guys. Paul. I felt like a just a selfish jerk. You know what I mean? Like not happy enough just for the comeback win. Like I'm like, ah, it would have been better if you, you know. Because when CD caught that pass in the open field, I'm like, go, go. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It was uh-huh. awesome. I was screaming for him to get out of bounds so the clock would stop, you know, and then maybe Zeke could break one and then then I was mad at Mike McCarthy for being complacent and only you know settling for a field goal yeah it was, it was awful
1: you know this is the and, gambler's mind though you know and sh- shout out to db for dragging me into his dog shit bet with the tennessee titans last week on monday night football <laughs> uh i wasn't going to bet on him but he calls me right before the game it was probably about three or four minutes before kickoff just talking about his bet and i decided to jump on board with titans minus three i think is what our bet was was it, it didn't yeah. go well Titans minus yeah. three, I think, is what it was against the Broncos. They won by and, two, I think, right? And Gatakowski missed, I think, four field goals or three field goals. It was miserable, absolutely miserable. And so, yes, I stayed up all the way till about 1 a.m. watching that game just to see that I lost money.
0: <laughs> Speaking of dog shit bets, D.B., <laughs> Mr. holic, put in a, what I thought was a dog shit bet. But what, how did that go, D.B.?
2: Let me tell you what, I've been a Mitch Trubisky stan for some time, and he's the gift that keeps on giving. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the game because the boys were playing at the same time, but he was dominant against a really, really great Giants team. Um, He, When you start talking about top top five or ten quarterbacks, if you don't have Mitch Trubisky in there, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, They're amazing. Uh, but I mean to be fair to the guy in all seriousness he's uh, you know he's getting wins it's ugly but they'll take 2-0 over 0-2 it's easier to fix the problems when you're undefeated absolutely that's your hear make sure we had
0: we had a uh, we had a pretty legit Sunday night football game between the Pats and the Seahawks and now I'm a huge Cam guy I love seeing Cam just excel I think he had 399 pass yards. He had like 70 rush yards. You know, he just killed it. But he couldn't get into the end zone. Anybody catch the end of that game? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He just he just couldn't get in. But that's because I don't know. Play call was kind of eh, right? You're it's very like, predictable. Hey, Cam, just that's kind of a lazy play call. Just all right, Cam, just take us take us in. And yeah. unfortunately, he couldn't do it. But like that Patriots team went into. the you know Seattle and, and gave him a fight, and Seattle's gonna be a real good team. Russ is Russ is the man,
1: dude. I, I love watching. I know you're a Russell Wilson guy, Reyna, right? Yeah, no, Russ Russ is I think MVP candidate number one right now. That's that's who I got at least. Um, it's funny. I I think he's never received a vote for an MVP award. For has yeah, that's what they've been, been saying. There. I find but that hard I, to believe. I get it. Me too. You know.
3: I just saw a crazy stat that I uh, I think he's completed 82% of his passes in the first two games. Yeah. It's nuts. That's yeah, the highest he ever. Like, I
0: he has, like, uh, don't quote me. I don't know the, the exact stat, but like he has, like, 11 touchdown passes and, like, 14 incompletions. It's something ridiculous like that where, like, he at one point had more touchdown passes than incompletions. It's... I do th-
3: I do think that the Patriots, though, are, are going to be possibly better than what we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, uh-huh. I think I think traveling across the country is never easy, right. um, and going into Seattle, especially isn't easy, fans or no fans, I mean. Right, yeah. And, you know, this is only game two, and I remember everybody was talking like, well, is Tampa Bay
0: gonna have a better record than Patriots, and uh, right. not looking like it right now. Yeah, and yeah, I, I was I was trying to explain that to my buddy Frank Lara, who is a, a avid Cam Newton hater, and I said, man, he went to into Seattle. That's not that's not easy. Oh, there's no fans. Like, come on, man. Like this, Cam's one of those guys. Where if you want to hate on him, you'll find a reason to hate on him. Um, but you know, it's hard to beat Russell at home. DB, if you had to win one game, and I'm leaving Mitch out of this out of this question. But if you had to win one game, who would you rather have under center? Would you rather have Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, or Lamar Jackson?
2: Uh, Mahomes. I go Mahomes. I go Russ, and that's a tough one. It's still oh, yeah. take Patrick Mahomes, and I put Lamar pretty distant third. I love Lamar Jackson, but he's got to prove he can do it in big spots uh, in the playoffs before I take him over those other two guys.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with the Lamar Jackson take. I, I don't know where I, I have Russ at. I think I might have Russ at the top. Danny, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I would take Russ. I would take Russ. I, I put the Super Bowl fiasco on Pete Carroll. But I yeah. would definitely take Russ.
0: Yeah, but at the yeah, same I, he's time. Just
3: done it, he's just done it more. That's all it is.
0: Right. Yeah. At the same it's time. It's like a one A, one B. You see you see what Pat Mahomes
1: just did, right? Last year, Raina. Just you just we just oh, saw yeah. him. Yeah, he, he's definitely, I think, the hot hand right now. Uh, Russ is smart and I think his weapons are finally catching up to him. I think the the problem that he's had. The thing that Mahomes has going for him is that he has weapons like crazy. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and, you know, Kareem Punt. Um, so he's got <laughs> a lot of guys you can, he can <laughs> throw the ball to. Uh, but Russ has had to make a, a a little go a long way. But DK Metcalf, I think, is going to, and entire Lockett too, but DK Metcalf is going to be the guy that he can start utilizing as his big receiver to get him down the field. Um I think he has enough guys now that he can kind of do some heavy lifting with passing. And he, he's made a little go a long way. So we'll see what Russ can really do this year. Chris Carson's kind of bringing it this year, too. Yeah, no, he got some good guys uh, backfield, um, Olsen, and eh, Wash. Um, I think uh, Disley as well for the tight end. Decent. But uh, Metcalf and, and Lockett are definitely two pretty damn good receivers. And, and to throw
0: a wrench into that into that list, how about the old guy, Aaron Rodgers? What is that guy? What got into that guy this season, DB? Have you been watching it. I know. I know you're scared because he's in your division. Watch out for Aaron Rodgers and those Green Bay Packers.
2: Yeah, you know, maybe maybe drafting Jordan Love was actually a master stroke on the Packers management part. Piss him off a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, he's playing. He's he's rolled back the uh, rolled back the years and he's uh, playing pretty well. So. Um, Rogers is, I mean, he's a good, he's a good player. And I'm wondering if maybe this is, this is the beginning of his last kind of great run. Yeah, it would, it would be, it'd be nice
0: to see him. One of the old guys do it just one more time. Right. I don't know if Tom still has that in him. Maybe he does, you know, I'm a huge Tom guy, but I think if we're looking at anybody as far as one of the old guys, I don't know if it's going to be like a big band. It's it's certainly not going to be Phillip Rivers, Maybe Drew Brees, and I think we'll see a little bit more tonight. See what he's got. But I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of the last of that that dying breed pocket quarterback who can run if he needs to, right? But for the most part, he's slinging the rock, you know, and he's getting 300 plus yards a game. So yeah. that's going to be fun to watch. And the line sucks, so I mean, it is what it is, right? But who knows? Um, who knows what happens there? So I'm going to throw some teams at you. Winless teams. All right. Uh, Which team do you think is going to be the kind of the one that you give a shot? Uh, So we got the Texans. Oh, the Texans, the Broncos, Jets, Dolphins, Bengals, Vikings, Giants, Falcons, Eagles, uh, Lions and Panthers. Out of that group, the the old win list, which ones do you think are going to
2: have the chance or which one do you think has a chance to, to do something? I'm still still going with the Texans. I I know that sounds like a homer pick, but I actually looked at their schedule after they got boat raced by the Ravens this past weekend. Eight and eight, nine and seven is still really doable um, this season. Uh, if you look at like, they have a tough start, but they have a lot of winnable games down the stretch. And then on top of that, um, there's an additional team that makes the playoffs this year. So, you know, there, there's, there's only one team that gets the bottom sure. this year, so that additional team. There's going to be some eight and eight, nine and seven teams that make it. So um, someone will probably come out of this group. That zero and two statistic, where teams never make the playoffs, is going to be. It's going to be rendered a little bit right. different this year. And with the rest
0: of that, the rest of that, those teams are just freaking awful. Danny, what do you got out of those teams? Who do you give the most hope to?
3: As much as it pains me, I say the Eagles. Um, they have a lot of talent you know they played uh, a good Rams team they have two very winnable games coming up in the Bengals and the Niners yeah um, after that they played the Giants too I think out of the next four or five Um. so I could definitely see them kind of turning it around and I think you know I think with uh, any sports team right if you can it just takes one or a couple or two wins to, to rip off and uh, and then all of a sudden you're rolling at least you like have confidence, like to roll in, and that's pretty
0: much. I mean, that can take you a long way. So, hate to say it, but I think the Eagles. And I don't even think I have to ask Reyna, who is we can all agree that Reyna is going to choose the Minnesota Vikings as the team. <laughs> I Vikings. actually, would
1: so funny <laughs> story. I, I I'm looking at them. Yes. The, the team that probably has the most chance of still staying in their division race is probably the Texans because I don't think the Titans are a runaway type team. They're a, I beat you by three points every single goddamn in team team, no matter how bad or good your record is. Titans are beatable, but they also figure out a way to win. So I'd say the Texans have the best chance to probably still get back into the division. The Eagles are the other team. Unfortunately, Dallas isn't like foot on the gas just yet. Uh, and the other two teams are dog shit. So... It probably is the Eagles as the other team that could slide back in their division. But the Vikings are supposed to be good. I, yeah. I don't know what their issue totally is. I haven't really watched their games yet because of the Vikings. But, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have any problems on the offseason. They had a good team last year. So they're, they're the ones that, that's not making the sense, like, at all. You wouldn't
0: say that the issue at in Minnesota is Kirk Cousins?
1: I'm Mr. I, I can deal with COVID like a man cousins like come on man I mean the guy said I will die for COVID like <laughs> he can't but, he can't win him on Monday night football but he will die for COVID and I'll tell you that man
0: yeah and and I, I think when you guys say the Texans you're forgetting about uh the man who's running the Texans at the moment, Bill O'Brien. That guy is not gonna win. He's he's just not and that's that's how I feel. I think that the the we just we just bashed him for the last you know five ten minutes but the Atlanta Falcons probably have the best team. Like they can score a bunch of points. The problem yeah. is they can't stop anybody. So it's going to be interesting to see really how good Tampa Bay is, and if Tampa Bay could kind of, and Tampa Bay and, and the Saints can kind of lock up that that um, that division. Um, that's going to be interesting. I don't I don't like the Eagles. I, I, you know you can't you can't let the Rams go in there and just and knock you out like that. I mean, it just, I think the Eagles are awful. And then just the rest of those teams um, not looking good, especially with some injuries like the New York Giants. Uh, Saquon, Saquon being out uh, absolutely just kills that season. Am I right, Reyna? Oh, for, well, they already were.
1: Right. At least, the they were, at least they had a
0: chance to be competitive, right? Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I feel bad for Saquon because I think that hurts a lot of running backs in general. Um, I think the idea of the running back being the focal point of your offense, it, it just, it's, they're too injury prone. And I think it's getting harder to invest in these guys as long-term contracts because you, you run them into the ground, you know. And um, a guy like Saquon being out with ACL tear, I think it hurts everybody's, uh, you know, bargaining cost as um, a as position right
0: yeah and it, it certainly doesn't help fantasy wise uh, for yeah. some people you know I was talking to some a friend at work and
1: he's you know he's trying to he's scrambling trying to figure out what to yes, do you don't feel guys like Saquon Barkley. Like, everyone's like, pick his back up off the waiver wire. Yes, the guy who cannot run like Saquon Barkley. I want that guy on my team. No, there's no, there's no filling the blanks for Saquon Barkley. He's just that fucking good, you know? You don't fill the blank with Usain Bolt with picking the next slowest guy. Come on, <laughs> man. I mean, there's certain people that are talented and there's certain people that, eh, yeah, they'll get you a couple runs here and there.
0: And so it seems like an ongoing theme of the NFL season is going to be injuries huh like we saw a bunch of people go down this week chris mccaffrey bosa moster uh jimmy graps uh michael thomas has been out uh godwin is hurt you know like what are we are we gonna have you know are we gonna
1: see the stars down the stretch what do you think um i'm actually siding. i thought this was gonna happen i remember saying that in the chat where I thought injuries without a preseason were going to be pretty abundant, and yeah, no, it's it, it seems like these guys aren't ready at all. Um, yeah. I think they made a mistake by just foregoing the preseason and just rolling right into game speed. Yeah. And um, it's it, it might be a survival of the fittest, you know, of whoever can stay healthy. And they might just do low management like the Clippers, you know, and say, "Fuck it, we're just going to send our stars out there for only 40 or 50 percent of the plays and stay healthy," because yeah. it seems like guys are we getting way too hurt way too quickly so that's my that's my thoughts
0: yeah and then you know you see you see like damn damn near whole team in san francisco go down what the hell? And apparently some of the turf might be up uh, in in where the jets play the jets and giants play you're not you're not buying it no.
1: i mean no they're, they're not conditioned no I mean now all of a sudden people are getting hurt at the Jets and Giants like why haven't we heard that yet you know <laughs> like, yeah. that wasn't a complaint at all for it's been the same fucking the church right
0: yeah so that, I mean the injuries obviously are just you know it sucks um, not only for uh, you know the people who are actually injured but for fantasy squads all around <laughs> yeah uh, so out of, those, out of those injuries, we have the, the 49ers who are supposed to be pretty good and their whole team went down on Sunday. How do you see them bouncing back, Danny?
3: Uh, I think it's going to rely on how fast Garoppolo can get back. I think, um, you know, I think you can you can find a way to navigate through some injuries if you still have, you know, your quarterbacks in a solid position. And But I think without that, and as – As much as they rely On their offense You know Right I just I just don't know if I don't I don't think they have The other pieces in place To kind of pull them Through some games
0: Right And especially with Bosa On the defensive side Of the football Yeah He basically
3: lost Two quarterbacks
0: Yeah That's gonna be tough I think they, I think they play the Giants. They're still, they're going to still be there this week. They play the Giants. Pound the under on that one, DB. You got a, a broken uh, San Francisco 49ers team and a saquon list New York Giants team. How do you feel about the under on that one?
2: Yeah, you got to fire on it. I, the Giants are pretty bad, man. Um, I, I feel bad. I think Daniel Jones isn't that bad but that mm-hmm. franchise is kind of a mess. Um, you think about it in a lot of ways. Like, they basically, they got those two Super Bowls on a couple lucky Eli runs, but they had a lot of really bad years with Eli as well. That franchise in general is kind of rudderless, um, aside from the, the few times they, they catch lightning in a bottle.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it helps that they're in the NFC, so I don't hate that. That gives the Cowboys a, a chance to go eight and eight and get a uh, home a home uh, home field playoff game, and that helps. But like Reina said, you know, maybe are we gonna see you know kind of snap counts, right? Maybe running backs aren't gonna are gonna play quite as much. He alluded to the uh, to the Clippers who had a meltdown of their own. Maybe the uh, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons of the NBA. I know Raina enjoyed it, and he's still puzzled by it. What are your thoughts on the Clippers? melting down
1: I don't know who to blame I am I'm one of those people that I'm not going to blame Kawhi Leonard because Kawhi was the only player that's got to the championship won a ring done it with the Spurs done it with the Raptors Kawhi's certified Paul George you're not certified you get bounced by Dame. you got bounced by uh, what's his name Donovan Mitchell the year before Mm -hmm. mr. bad shot you haven't done anything to make me feel like you're like a clutch player yet uh, but Patrick, his name was playoff P. <laughs> Pandemic P. But the worst <laughs> were Lou Williams and Montrez Harold, they play like six men. Like Lou Williams shot 13% from the three-point line. That's fucking trash. Come on, man. You stay at Magic City next time. <laughs> Montrez Harold got 2.8 rebounds per game. The guy's 6'9, 6'10, and 6 Man of the Year. That's what you're gonna give me in the in a seven-game series? And then Patrick Beverly, all you do is talk trash. You don't actually play good. So, yes, Kawhi had to carry a lot of people on that roster. And I felt bad because you expect your guys at least not be bad. They are terrible. And the okay. Series, they are terrible.
3: But, okay, but here's the deal. Dog two. Ka- Trash. Kawhi, Kawhi may have won a ring or two, but you can't go six for 22 in game seven.
1: I'll give him game seven. He didn't play well at all in game seven. I'll give him that.
3: But yeah, Okay, but that, that's what it mattered the most, man. You You can't do that you cannot do that and right now i told you guys before we started i'm on the fence about this now because i'm wondering if Kawhi's gonna win another ring did he just get lucky that half of golden state got injured
1: i I will say this his attitude towards i'm going to sit when i want to sit paid off and finally, like, the roo- Roosters came home to roost. Like, that whole I don't give a shit type kind of mentality, it finally hit. Like, the yeah. only difference between the Lakers and the Clippers is that the Lakers actually show up. LeBron shows up. AD shows up. These guys are setting the example. They're out every night playing hard. The Clippers, Kawhi wants to play when he wants to play. Paul George wants, you know. These guys are really just, like, doing it whenever they felt like it, whenever it was convenient.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see the Clippers meltdown. I hate the Clippers. I can't stand them. I do like Kawhi Leonard, uh, but you know, it just I don't really. I'm not a huge Doc Rivers guy. I think he's a good coach, but I also think he had a great team in Boston that kind of carried him. He has like the original super team right there with the big three, and now we kind of see where he. I mean, there was no adjustments that were made. You know, he got he got pummeled in the second half of Game Seven. In game six, too, right? Didn't they come back in
1: both of those games? They're yeah. winning every game. Every game on five, six, and seven at halftime.
3: Right. Here, here's the question for me, though, right? Because every team that gets bounced, you always think, okay, well, they, they need this kind of player. They need this kind of player. What do they need? Right. Like, what do they need? Their, their roster is pretty
1: solid. I mean, you're not going to tell yeah. me that. Well, they just need to play better. I I think that's what they need. Uh, I don't think they need anybody else. I think they just walked, they waltzed into the playoffs too nonchalantly and finally got tested and melted down tragically. So it was more of just like a chemistry, you know, team mentality. Yeah. It was just
3: two weeks ago we were talking about how shitty the Nuggets looked
1: oh i know i know i uh, think it's utah and you guys are hating on the nuggets i was team nuggets baby yeah hating Nugget on guy. The nuggets.
0: yeah but you are haters yeah to 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 the point of chemistry right you get the clippers who are kind of individuals who try to come together at the end and then you have the nuggets who are kind of growing together right like um, Jamal Murray and Jokic, they've been playing together for a few years now, right? And Michael Porter Jr., I mean, he's, he's young, but he's coming into his own. They got an energetic coach who's, who's ready to work. And, you know, and there's a lot to say about the hunger in that, too. Like, you know, I would say Kawhi is hungry. Yeah, he wants another one, but, like, he's already won two. And he just won one, you know? So, when you, it's like when you're, you're so young, you don't know any better. And that's why you just, that's why you win. I think that's what ended up happening, and it was a freaking – it was a collapse. Um, All-time worse. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was pretty bad, and, and you know, on the other side of that, too, is you got you got LeBron basically on the verge of doing what we were, like, kind of thinking Kawhi would do, and that's take three separate teams and win a championship with three franchises, right? And people might put an asterisk, asterisk on this game – on this season, but – at the end of the day if lebron wins a championship regardless if he's the best player on this team or not like that's still pretty mm-hmm. incredible about what's about to happen with uh with the lakers i think and that's me wearing a lakers shirt right now too LeBron, so, yeah, to, lebron
2: to lebron's credit he would not have the meltdown that Kawhi did and lose that series lebron lebron's team gets through that series in my opinion yeah. He, he certainly wouldn't play like that in game seven
0: right? Yeah. But, yeah. Well, well, well let's pump the brakes a little bit do we recall what happened when uh, he was with the Cavs and the Celtics just took his lunch and how he quit on his team at the end of that game or whenever he was with the Heat and uh, Dirk Nowitzki took his lunch when him and Dwayne Wade first got there that like, was before he ever won a ring though right yeah for sure yeah, so you're saying that since Kawhi has already been there, done that, he, he, he shouldn't he shouldn't let that happen. I mean, I, and
3: not if he's being like crowned who he is, and you know, and demanding what he demands, and all this stuff. Like,
1: I I still, man, when I watched, uh, when I looked at the stats, I, I mean, I, that rest of that team didn't show up at all. And I think if I'm gonna put a actual what really happened. I think Paul George's lack of confidence in the playoffs dragged that whole team down, honestly. yeah. I think his lack of being able to shoot. You know how teams are all about momentum, so a guy like Steph Curry, when he's hot, he makes everybody hot, you know, and everyone right. kind of feeds off each other. Yeah. I think the opposite exists too, when a guy chokes so badly, like, Paul George was choking against the Mavericks, and he just kept with this, like, I can't make shit, I can't shoot well, whatever, you know. Uh, yeah. Kawhi's never had problems uh, he, he never has So that was the first time Kawhi's ever had a bad game Was game 7 So that's why I don't put it on Kawhi I put it on Paul George's really bad like confidence, man He's he's choking
0: Yeah, I would definitely put it over Put it on Paul George over Kawhi Any day of the week And maybe they also need a, uh, a true point guard
1: Yeah, I can see that too But yeah, they, they have the talent I mean that team could not change and still play better if they can get their heads together.
0: On the other side of, on the other side of uh, LA, that Anthony Davis buzzer beater yesterday was incredible. And no. uh, I know, I know, Reno's Watched the preview or watched the replay 18 times and hates Mason Plumley right now. God fucking. But I think it was a. I think it was a. I think it was, a, think it was Mason Plumley hit a screen, which was LeBron, oh, and they were screen. supposed to switch. They were supposed to switch, so he was expecting his guy to switch to the
1: screen. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't make the move, just, man. I'm just, I just call it how I see it. The way I saw it was he ran really over him. There wasn't even a screen. Mason Funkley ran to LeBron. It was there was like a, a five foot gap there. He runs into LeBron and leaves leaves this guy just off the flare screen and just easy drops into and the bucket. Anthony button. Davis
0: just ice cold. And, and a better's tip here. Anytime the Lakers are wearing the Mamba jerseys, pound the Lakers. Take the Lakers. They're not going to lose in the Mamba jerseys. Are you kidding me? Man, you just saw it last night. I'm, so, I'm I'm mad at myself that I didn't see that ahead of time. But, again, next time you see the Lakers wear those blacks, yeah, pound it. DB, pound it. All right? Love it. Well, you would have lost this game, right? I thought they were, what, plus three or four? Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah they lost, the. them. Um, yeah. The spread was not in the favor of, of it. That would have been one of those classic, um, you know, team wins, lose the bet. You don't like that. Um, but you know, I think you know, I think we all agree that the Lakers are going to, uh, going to come out of the West.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's not, yeah. It, I mean, maybe five, maybe six games, because uh, the Nuggets aren't going to quit. But for the most part, I think. We all agree that they're going to come out of the West. And then the East is fun too. The Celtics and the Heat, they're like the same team, right? The Heat are a little more scrappier, I guess. But the Celtics are probably a little more skilled. And they're—they're they're, that's a pretty even match. I wouldn't be surprised if that one goes to seven. DB, what do you see from the uh,
2: Celtics Heat so far? Man, I, I definitely think that um, the Celtics dug themselves a hole, but I don't know that they're necessarily out of it. Um, yeah. I don't see Miami losing being up to nothing, but I could see it push into six games or so. Um, it's it's gonna be a lot of back and forth, and, and Boston was up in those games, right? Like, they, they could very well be in the driver's seat. Oh, yeah. So, um, be interesting series to see how it closes out. I do think, at some point though, Miami does have the advantage of having played less games in the playoffs and also having kind of a cakewalk through the playoffs, whereas Boston had to kind of go to the well against Toronto. Um, yeah. That could be a factor, especially given the, given the fact that Boston put themselves in a hole.
0: Yeah. You never go, never going to go down. oh2 especially when there's no home court, right? Cause maybe sometimes you go down Oh two and then you're going back home and then it's really easy to turn it back around and win those next two Um but what we're seeing here is that, I don't know, I mean, the best team is just kind of pounding it out and, and the Heat so far have been the best team in the East, I think, Rayna, what do you think about the Heat being the best team in the East so far?
1: Well, that first game, um, the Celtics should've won that game. Uh, they had they had control over the game in the last minute. and I think they, they might've made a mistake by letting Kimba try to do his little ISO stuff. He didn't even get a shot, he got blocked, right? And they came back, made a three and they tied the game eventually. Um, they had control of that game. It's coming down on a couple possessions for them, but they got to figure out how to get something out of those final possessions. They've been the, they've had the better performance and lost the game in game one and two. Yeah. I, I think it just playing bad at the wrong time or a couple possessions don't go their way. I think they're the better team. Um, and I think Jason Tatum is the best player on the floor. But um, I think Jimmy Butler's scrappy enough to pull some shit out. So yeah. it'll be interesting. It's gonna be basically who probably wins game four is who wins the series. Is how I see it. So you say you think if they go 3-1 that it's pretty much over? Yeah, but I think if the Celtics go 2-2, I think they'll pull it out. Yeah.
3: I think I think Boston has to slow down the pace. I think giving up 90 shots, you know, to so the heat is not a good idea considering half of those are gonna be from three um you know and so you kind of have to i think pick your poison because uh, yeah. i mean i think boston's a good defensive team but they i mean they, the first two games they got burned pretty badly from the th- from three and so it took an it took an off night from miami in game three to you know from boston to boston to take that win so i i, I just think boston needs to slow it down uh you know because I think that's their best shot at it. It's kind of like go a little old school. I just don't see if they're, I don't think they're going to do it though, but. And who's the better point
0: guard right now? Tyler Hero or Kemba Walker?
3: Oh.
1: Mm.
0: I
3: still roll with Kemba.
1: Going Kemba, McCartney at I Kemba? Remember, he says more complete set, but um, Hero's coming. He's probably one of the best young players in the playoffs. Tyler Hero, man, that that guy's out of control.
0: He's he's everywhere, and he's so smooth with the ball too. And I also like Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson can shoot. Like, with there's that a name, lot. Of, there's a lot of, of young. how could you not with that name?
3: <laughs>
1: they're, no, there. I think we give a lot of credit to Butler, but their MVP probably is Bam. I think he's the anchor, man. That dude can do it all. Bam. It. Yeah. Yeah. He's think, sick, man.
0: He's sick. The defense, the I mean, and he he has a little bit of an offensive game too. And Eric exposure is just kind of setting him up, putting him in a good spot. So um, they're definitely rolling, and and it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens with that with that series because, like I said, I think that has potential going seven games, and and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at it because uh, you know the Lakers will be waiting rested. At the end of the day, though, I mean, oh it's hey, hey, hold on! Every
1: every person who's faced the Lakers have made those comments about the Nuggets, and don't be a victim of counting your next round. Like I was already counting the Clippers to go on. I'm like, ah, eh, it's already done. I'm like yeah. watch the rest of the series. Sure enough, it's Game Seven. But, Dude, but if the yes. if the
0: if the Nuggets end up in the finals and they play like. The Heat or the Celtics? How boring would that NBA finals be? BB, you watching Nuggets versus Heat in the NBA Finals?
2: Probably not.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would be the worst thing that could happen, but yeah. Okay, small market, baby. <laughs> hey think. and
0: Reyna, what uh today
1: is uh, uh, what day? September twenty-first, twenty twenty? It's happy big three day. <laughs> Uh, we also have another version of this also on uh, 9 so September 20th <laughs> next year. Um, yeah, the best big three to ever play together. Uh, we got Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, and Timmy D. Homegrown, homegrown big 3 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> twenty
0: one twenty. So we got just, like I said earlier, sports overload. I don't even know what to watch anymore. I'm glad there's only one thing on tonight, which I think the Saints are up right now for anybody who has some uh, live juice going. I'm just hoping after to- Kamara
1: isn't gonna get injured.
0: Ten to zero. Ten to zero Saints right now. Uh Raiders have the ball kinda going. It's first quarter, so we'll see what happens. DB, you got anything going this game? Oh yeah, I got the uh I got the Saints minus four. Saints minus four, yeah. Danny took the minus four and a half too. So uh, yeah, it should be interesting. And then our boy JP has a. Did did JP tell you about the the parlay
2: he he put in, DB? Yeah, he's got something that's got to hit or something like that. If the
0: Saints, if the Saints win, I think was, he put in sixty eight dollars to win like three fifty. It was like a huge money line parlay that is probably gonna hit here. Oh, I don't. I didn't just say that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see didn't. what happens. Uh, but, yeah, that'll be fun. So, uh, real quick, this next week of NFL, has anybody looked ahead to NFL
1: games? Well, not to Thursday Night Football because it's the fucking Jaguars versus the Dolphins. Come on, Thursday Night. Don't give me trash anymore. Thursday, making, night really like, Thursday Night Football is back to Thursday Night Football. Fuck off my TV channel. I
3: don't. You know, I they they do it on purpose because they know that's the only way you're going to watch. If that's the only game on.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Oh. I don't give them the permission to schedule a game that bad on Thursday night NFL.
0: (laughs) DB, does anything catch your eye this
2: weekend? Uh, I'm going to have to take a look at the slate. You know, I got through yet another winning week this week. So I I like to use the early part of the week to just ease on into it. Oh, yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, I'm glad the Cowboys won uh, this
0: last week because they got the Seahawks coming up. And that's going to be a tough one unfortunately so thankfully even if they do go down they're not zero and three and they're just one and two but i'm still uh I'm still have some faith. i'm still holding out for a cowboys dub, most definitely but the game of the week is gonna be monday night football do you guys see that one that's coming up
1: the seahawks and uh i mean you know the um saints and green bay no chiefs and ravens Oh well, the Chiefs—they are also playing Sunday <laughs> night.
0: Yeah, so we got a Sunday night. Yeah, uh, Saints-Packers, and then Monday Chiefs-Ravens. Ooh, that's a, yeah, a that's. I would say. I would, would say, say take Who are we going
1: with as a team?
0: What's that? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get to that, Danny.
3: What you say? I said I would take the over on that, but the Chiefs got caught with their pants down almost yesterday. So yeah,
0: yeah no kidding. The Chargers. I don't know. So Randy, you're you're talking uh, you're two talking game. a two, two game money line, a?
1: two game money line. Oh man, Packers they don't Saints? have Thomas yet. Thomas is not probably gonna be back on game three. There's a chance that he might be back. I'm i monitoring him. I don't have him on my leagues, but I want to make a trade for him. But uh, Packers money line, Packers
0: money line might not be a bad play
1: there. Are they playing at Lambeau? It doesn't even matter. Not really. I don't think not, really, not right. with Aaron
0: Rodgers. Well,
1: it doesn't matter because no fans, right? I don't right. matters. But Pack plus 165. Alright, so Packers. I can side with the Packers. I think they can beat the Saints. I don't think Saints are
0: Chiefs Ravens. That one's gonna be tough, man. I don't know if I I don't know if I could pick a winner there.
1: I, I think I'm gonna go with the Ravens.
0: Ravens at home? Yeah. You know what
3: looks good is a three-game parlay: Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh against Houston, Philly against Cincinnati, and New England against Vegas. Yeah,
0: that's not bad. That might be okay. That's not bad at all. We got a lot of options there. We're we're right in the thick of it. Uh, thank goodness college football is kind of a snooze fest right now. Otherwise, I would be just you know gambling my face off on Saturday as well. But. Thankfully, this last Saturday, I I was not. um, It's also a COVID fest. Yeah, man. You guys, real quick, real quick. Are you
2: guys keeping up with college football, DB? You seen this? Man, college football, I'm just like, it's a mess. The seasons are weird. I don't know. I'm just not as. uh, Nobody's playing anybody. Right. It's not as exciting, man.
0: There's no games on. Like, it just, it's kind of it's just kind of boring, um, you know, when you have Clemson playing Citadel, and they're up 49-0 at halftime, and they don't score
1: again in the second half, and the game ends 49-0. Like, I don't know, I'll watch that. They probably shouldn't have had the season. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, it seems like the NFL has been able to pull it off, but then again, they're also not probably testing anybody in the NFL, so we have to <laughs> <team> think <with COVID laughs> about the Bears. The NFL is yeah. a private corporation, and we should... But, um, I mean, come on. So where's this going to happen? You get a concussion? Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a shame because college football is so, so much fun usually. And it gets even better, you know, come December January. And I think we're going to miss out on a true uh, competitive season like we have always had in the past. Um, but regardless, we got everything going. Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, NFL – some college football, uh, baseball, if, uh, if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, KB just exited the game. DB, he's out. I don't know what happened, but he's injured again. That's uh, not good for us. We can talk about that later. Otherwise, I'm just going to get sad because I love me some Chris Bryant did. Uh, but for the boys, sounds to the crowd, September t- uh, 21st. Uh, big three day. The second best big three in the history of the NBA.
1: With it's the most the wins and the most titles too. So I don't
0: know. Yeah. The, the first best of big three is Kobe Bryant, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and... Uh, David Fischer. Insert the third person. I don't oh, know. Whoever on. whoever you want it to be. Yeah. It could be old horse Grant if you want it to be. But I thought uh, four titles were more than three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Catch us next time. We'll be back Sunday next week. Sounds from the crowd. Later.